Welcome to your weekly Social Jack Influence Factory. Introducing your coaches, Dean Delisle, Kate Hassett, and Jackson Delisle. All right. Hey, hey Jackson, welcome. Thanks. Hey, hey yeah, Kate. That, that announcer guy is really cool. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get too excited, Kate. <laughs> Only as excited as you sounded announcing yourself. Right. Yeah, right. So we want to invite everybody or invite. We want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Influence Factory. We're so excited today. We have a uh, a superhero in the house, which we'll introduce here in a few minutes. Uh, but in the meantime, we want to make sure that you guys uh, play on social media along with Kate and the social media team. Uh, at Get Social Jack is our handle and hashtag Influence Factory. Uh, if you want to reference something on the show or if you have questions for Michael. Uh, we'll also show you some other ways to ask questions. So anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Kate, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Good, 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 good. Um, all right, let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. All right, welcome everybody. Um, and so uh, real quick to maximize your learning, we always want you to, you know, maybe disengage. I'd say instead of turn off your cell phone, maybe you just flip it over unless we're referencing a mobile app, which we do from time to time and things like that. Close your email, take some notes, and uh, as always, um, tune in and we promise you'll always learn something new. So uh, real quick, just uh, logistics that everybody knows or should know by now. I do see some new names in here. So welcome to the new folks and welcome back to the regulars uh, that we um, have. Uh, if you ever experience audio problems, uh, the cool thing is you can switch the computer audio from computer audio to phone call. You're going to get a phone number and an access code. Um, and then, uh, you know, you'll be able to uh, uh, access from any phone call. You also have the option for a mobile app. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, there we go. I was just hearing some typing in the background there. So I just wanted to mute. There we go. So uh, so with, uh, with that, there's a mobile app that you can download uh, for uh, any platform that is GoToWebinar app. So please make sure that you, uh, you do that. Now... In order to engage, uh, hey, Eric, uh, glad you're on with us. Uh, so Eric's new, so uh, glad he's on. Uh, so we always ask a question because, we, you know, the I think the biggest thing is the secret behind engagement is to make sure um, that you engage, you know. And so this is on social media. This is whether you're live at an event, and it's really important to engage. So uh, so as part of that engagement, we want you to engage with us. So when Michael comes on, we want you to listen a, of how his story uh, applies to you. Um, uh, how can you relate? Maybe what are ways that, you know, Michael's a coach and a speaker and a trainer. How can he help you in his business? And we're coaches, speakers, and trainers. We coach a lot of you that are on with us. So as part of that, we want to make sure that, um, you know, that, that you guys engage with us. So one of the ways is you can ask questions either through social media or through the questions area of the GoToWebinar taskbar. So today's question is, since we have a superhero on with us today, if you uh, could have any superpower, what would that superpower be? Kate, what would your superpower be? Sorry, I just accidentally clicked mute again. You got to unmute. <laughs> um, invisibility. Absolutely. I'd like to be able to sneak around, have no one see me. <laughs> so of all powers, you would choose invisibility. Yeah, like when I when I wanted it, you know, turn it on and off. Oh yeah, like yeah, the, right. Like the girl from The Incredibles, you know. Yeah, that's what I want to do. 
Yeah. Well, and you'd want to make sure the suit is well, because I always thought that would be a weird one because it's like, do I have to be naked in order for this to work? You know, that would be the only weird thing, but that's just and how I'm not, works. I'm not doing that. No. Yeah. Right. No, you just have a suit <laughs> that also complies. Jackson, how about you? I would probably say either flying because that'd be super cool or because um, then I wouldn't have to sit in traffic um, that or the um, super strength probably. So that way I could just move cars out of my way through traffic. They all really <laughs> have the same goal. So, yeah. So, uh, so as people are typing this in, make sure everybody plays along. Now, remember uh, the people that uh, engage the most, um, <laughs> the people that engage the most always get picked for uh, go into our selection for a gift card at the end of this. So Barry Goodman says he wants to have a golf game where he can score scratch each and every time. That's I think that's a good superpower. I think uh, uh, Tiger Woods would like to have that back as well. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, uh, Brendan says mind reading since he's a journalism major. That would definitely uh, be good. Jimmy sees as the ability to write incredible sales ad copy that converts at 70% every time. Uh, Lisa says uh, she's got mine, teletransport. So I would want to uh, just teleport to any time, any place uh, through time travel. So that would be mine. She said fly or teleport. So Lisa, I'm there with you. So um uh, and then Eric says to love greater. Yes, I love it. All right, everybody. Well, let's uh, let's keep moving through here today. So you get the game of engagement. And to engage, that's how you can get uh, people to attract people to your network, get them on your team, and for you to be a better influencer in the world. So real quick, a reminder to all Social Jack members uh, is to make sure you log into the Academy. You can get these and all the other episodes. Uh, and then Jackson, on the outside, if they want to uh, download these on their phone, what are the other platforms that we're uh, posting these recordings on? Uh, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spreaker. And actually, the link that we're going to send out in the follow-up email now has a link that you can just click to whatever platform you want and oh. uh, subscribe straight there. So, right, all from the Social Jack uh, platform. You can subscribe right. to there. Super duper duper cool. And we have a ton of new classes that are getting loaded on here uh, for influencer development. Yay. So a lot of you have uh, hired us to help you with influencer development. Don't forget, we have 90-day programs. That if you want to be an influencer, we start you from wherever you're at to wherever you want to get to. And within 90 days, we build your profile, your story, um, who you are. Uh, your, we build your network for you. And we also uh, post on social media for you. And then we coach you along the way how to take that over when we're done. So that is our, uh, uh, or if you want to have us come in and coach and train you, there's also a ton of forms. We have new worksheets that are loaded. We had some new ones on display last week that we talked about. Please make sure you log in and pick those up. And we'll continue to uh, develop uh, scoring worksheets and tracking worksheets and things like that that, uh, that you ask us for. Uh, we actually develop those, put those in our classes, and, and let you uh, get those on the uh, platform. Uh, don't forget about discount codes. You guys always get favorable discounts, so you'll get that. So let's talk about next events. So part of being uh, part of the community here is that we automatically enroll you in our special what's calling flash classes. These flash classes are designed to be 20 minute segments of nothing but lessons related to building your influence. Uh, how many people on with us today do events? You know, they actually are responsible for filling events, influencer uh, marketing related to events. 
So we're going to have a special where we're going to take you step by step within 20 minutes of how to fill your next event with influencer marketing. It's our influencer event marketing program, and we're going to help teach you how to leverage the people in your network or the people related to the event to actually boost attendance, engagement, and to get more sponsorships. So if you know somebody that wants to attend this, it's on 322, and everybody will learn something. Uh, also, uh, How to Rock Your Personal Brand Online is on uh, Thursday the 5th. 10 a.m. Central Time, Building Your Influence. Thursday the 19th, How to Convert Connections to New Clients. Five Steps to Monetize Your Next Network. And then we have a Chicago Influencer class in May on the 3rd at 1 p.m. Central Time, Chicago. So mark your calendars and you'll be getting further announcements on those. But remember for webcasts, you're automatically enrolled. So you just watch for that link and we will make sure that uh, you guys get in. Super quick now, we have uh, influencer news. So, uh, oh, there's Michael's website. How did that get up there? Uh, real quick, Kate. So we have 11 of the best social media management reporting tools to consider. So uh, let's see, in a couple of minutes or less, uh, tell us what we should pay attention to as we send out this article to everybody. Yeah, so um, reading this article by Chad Polit, I think you say his name. He's the founder of Relevance.com, which is also a really fantastic resource for social media news. Um, but he listed out the 11 top social media management platforms. And coming in at number one was Zoho. Apparently, he says it's the most condensed, easy to use, gives the best reporting. And then coming in at number two was Sprout Social, which is one of the ones that we've used before and we find good results. So if you're looking for a new one, if you'd like to change, if you need a social media scheduling platform, this is like a really good resource to start. Yeah, social bakers, that sounds interesting. And then uh, what was the one for B2B? Was that Octopost? Octopost, yeah, it's a B2B specific social media management tool. Octo post. So we're going to send out a list of all these. Uh, Jackson will send this out when he sends up the uh, follow-up email. And then also remember, if you click on this, um, if you click on this, uh, we will also uh, uh, make sure that you, um, uh, if you click on this in Social Jack, you'll actually get a lineup of uh, these articles as well. Um, and uh, Lisa asked a question, does that let you pre-schedule posts within Facebook events? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, some some of them do. I don't know which one she's asking about specifically, but we right. can I can follow up with you after this, Lisa. Yeah, that's definitely good to know. Great question. Okay, so what's the state of video marketing in 2018? I love infographics. My gosh, look at these numbers. This is crazy. <laughs> Well, believe it or not, video marketing is still a very, very hot trend. We talk about it all the time, how easy it is to just whip out your phone and take a video. And so they've compiled some statistics that show you a little more about video and conversion, which are really exciting that I want to share with you. Um, one of which is that 90% of customers admit that videos help them make buying um, help them in making buying decisions. So if you think you don't want to post a video, will it really help? Uh, yeah, it will. 90% of customers. So that's, that's a lot. Um, also, another thing I found interesting off this article was that using the word video in the subject line of emails can help increase your open rates by 19%. What? 
Yeah. So if you do a lot of email marketing, if you work with MailChimp or Constant Contact, just kind of putting that in the subject line can help a lot. We all know we're trying to up our open rate. So that's really great. And then another place to utilize video is on the landing page of the website. It helps increase conversions by 80%. So that's a lot. Yeah, our marketers on here are saying wow. So it's like definitely a big wow. So we'll send this out to uh, help uh, to help those of you that are marketers uh, uh, really have some ammo so you can go uh, to the bosses and say, hey, we have to do video. Uh, yeah. So uh, very good. And very think good. outside Facebook, of course. We're looking at email. Yeah. We're looking at website. We're looking at other places we can utilize those videos we're making. You know, and one even thing LinkedIn yeah. now, LinkedIn also just, yeah, I was just, I could tell he was thinking about that. So <laughs> yeah, right now, right now. Uh, so yeah, so on here, as we're, as we're uh, going through this, you know, you'll notice there's a lot of still pictures, but again, the ones with videos just pop and naturally there's not, on, there's not a lot on here. So actually, if you uh, put a video on LinkedIn, you're basically going to get a higher, um, you're going to get a higher viewing rate or click rate than most of these that have a very cool looking picture on there. Cause look at how many videos are not here yet. So people are still not warmed up to the fact that they can put their videos here. So each and every one of you listening has an edge. So super cool. All right. So before I, uh, as I'm getting into this week's lesson, uh, thank you guys for the news and everything. Uh, I'm going to put a polling question up here. And I know a lot of you are interested in growing your influence. So each and every week I have a chance to, uh, to speak to some of you. And I uh, spoke with Glenn this week and I spoke to some of the other ones on here. Um, so when we get to this, I have a polling question up and some of you really want to build your influence. And I know that, you know, you want to take part in our program, but you're not quite sure how it works. If you have questions about that, just click on influencer development program. Uh, some of you want us uh, to make sure uh, you're automatically signed up for flash classes, which you are. Some people just want help with monthly social media posting. It gets to be overwhelming. You're doing your professional job and you're just not quite sure how to get that done. And then, uh, last a couple weeks ago, we had Joe on talking about our press release search engine optimization program that puts you in the news and at the top of Google. So if any of these entice you as I'm going through today's lesson, uh, please make sure uh, please make sure you click on there and I'll personally call you. Uh, make sure if you don't think we have your phone number, just type that into the questions area and we'll uh, I'll make sure to give you a call here in the next couple of days. Um, super quick with this, uh, this week's lesson is announcing yourself to the world. So coincidentally enough, as part of our influencer development program, uh, that's what this press release does. So when we launch, think about how you can do this yourself. When we launch you as an influencer, we do a press release. So maybe not all of you are up for doing a press release. Maybe you're not at that point where you're doing a press, you know, want to do a press release just yet. But when you go to announce yourself to the world, social media is the easiest way to claim your thought leadership in today's world. So it is super, super, super important that you see the simplicity of this, how easy this is, uh, and, and really taking it to the next level. So for instance, you can start a conversation. I'm going to pretend that Lisa, let's just say that all of a sudden you're claiming a, a new uh, background in being a video marketing specialist. Well, you would start to literally start conversation and thought leadership based posts on your social media about video marketing. You would start to have the very active conversation about, about video marketing. So 
We talked about a few weeks about a few weeks ago about keywords, how to claim your space on the internet. So we just want you to feel and see how easy this is. And in the next couple of flash classes, we're going to actually dig a little deeper in there. So those of you that clicked, um, I'm going to go ahead and close this out. Uh, thank you for clicking on there, and I'll make sure to give you a call. If you don't think that I have your number and you want to uh, make sure I get through to you, because uh, I don't have a lot of time to make these calls, I block out about an hour, uh, hour and a half to call each and every person, put your phone number in the questions area. This is only seen by our team, not by each other. So this is very private. So if you did click on something and you're not sure that I have the correct phone number or a phone number on file, please type that into the uh, questions area, and we'll be glad to make sure that... Uh, I get to you. Uh, okay, so without further ado, I want to influence. I want to influence. I want to influence my guest to be on with us today. Um, uh, he's. I've. I've. Uh, I, I met Michael last year at a speaking engagement. Uh, really, really cool. Um, and uh, you know, he's won uh, two gold medals. And and the cool thing, fascinating thing, is that uh, Michael uh, has a twenty-year martial art and multiple degree black belt, uh, both in. Uh, uh, Tang Sidu and uh, Hop Keto, which uh, Jackson and I have uh, black belts, uh, three third degree black belts in Taekwondo and Hop Keto and uh, some of the Korean martial arts. And um, Michael, are you uh, are you coming on with us there? I just want you to uh, make sure there you are. Hey, I was make sure I was waiting for you to fly in. That's what I was waiting for you to. And just uh, don't forget to uh, un unmute. There you go. Okay. Great. I'm glad to be here, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you and I were talking about, well, we talked about the martial arts thing, which I think we could talk an entire hour on uh, as we geek out on that. Um, but uh, what's interesting is this project you have uh, in terms of hero habits for kids uh, with your son. I think that is like the coolest thing. Can you just uh, go into that a little bit? I mean, I think that is just uh, sort of a cool thing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I want to be number one daddy, super daddy. Um, and so my son and I were sitting there and at bedtime, he said, dad, I want to read hero habits books. So, right. He opens up the chapter. We read it together. Um, he's about, he's almost six years old. And so he says, dad, someday do you think I can be an author like you? And I said, oh man, you could write 20 books if you want to Madden. And he said, no, I don't think so. I said, yeah, you can. Do you want to partner together? And he said, yeah, I'd love that. And so I said, what would you write? And he said, I would write a book called hero kids. Uh, <laughs> And so I said, you mean hero habits for kids? And he said, no, dad, hero kids. And then we, we went out one day and he sketched out, you know, um, some, uh, a cover of a book and he had four kids on there and like the kids ripping their shirts open with like the uh, bat signal going to the sky in the clouds, except it had the hero habits logo. Um, so we're working on that now. It's, it's awesome. Are you going to, are you going to use that picture for the cover? I think that would be super cool. Oh, and that one? Yeah, I was actually just going to send it to Fiverr, but uh, that's a good idea too, man. <laughs> or you have to have the original, like the original artwork, you know, how they sometimes they include the original story. I think that would be cool. That's a great idea. I totally do that. Okay. So uh, just because, you know, I geek out on, on uh, superheroes. Who's your favorite superhero, by the way? Oh, um, superhero. So yeah, there's so many. I mean, it's so just like my mentors, right? You know, I have a different mentor for a different purpose, right? Nobody's right. just like all in. Like, you know, I'm, I'm the typical old school guy, you know, Batman for certain reasons. Like, yep. we're, we're talking back to like the original Pow Biff, Bam, um, you know, right. Batman. Um, but Superman, Batman, you know, Aquaman used to be like big Raven on my charts. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a Captain America guy, so uh, you know if you're gonna stack rank on my, it sort of starts up there. Just uh, 
Uh, Yo, anyways, Steve Rogers, man, can't beat him. I know. Well, you know, and, and the funny <laughs> thing is, you and I were talking earlier that that this, you know, the superhero thing, even the martial arts thing, is so relatable in how we develop ourselves and how we how we are in the world. So I'd like you to share with folks um, sort of how did you get to this moment? You know, you attach yourself to superheroes. You've written this book. You're you're still in corporate America and you're going through this transition. I, I even and even since we met uh, last year, I've been watching you like grow and, and, and sort of, you know, morph into this superhero in the speaking speaking realm and everything else. So can you share with us just, just sort of your journey to, to here? I think that would help people out. Sure. Let me just summarize. I'll start with the end in mind, right? It ain't easy, man. And right. it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort, but you know, that's, that's why it, it comes from the heart. Like, um, so for me, oh gosh, man, I struggled in business, man. I failed before I, before I succeeded and it, it, it was just a rough patch, right? I was um, what I consider selling my soul in corporate America back when I was working in the old McDonald's days. And uh, I felt like, you know, I was using just such a small part of me that I wanted something more. Um, and so I decided I was going to go back to school. I went to DePaul University, got my graduate degree in leadership and change management and entrepreneurship, started my own business. It was October 2007, man, three days before the stock market, just boom, in HR budgets closed up. Nobody wanted coaching. They were just happy to have jobs. And it was just like, you know what? You should appreciate just having a job. And I was out there and flailing, like trying to figure out like what my value is. And I tried to be everything to everyone. And that wasn't it. Um, so I remembered a story my uncle Carl told me um, that we, we'll get into later. Um, and it reminded me, right? Like there's this hero voice and this villain voice inside me. And um, really that reconnected me to the, the whole hero idea. Um, and so, uh, you know, after a couple of years of that, uh, I had a great opportunity at Allstate uh, to help lead culture transformation for them. Um, made my way over there against my will, man. I said, I never work in a corporation <laughs> again. Man. Um, and, and the cool thing is that as a result of that, I was kind of playing the, the duality, right? right? Where a lot of the seeds I had planted before started to sprout up. And uh, one of them was to speak to 19 different chapters of an association. I said, that's it, dude. That's what makes me come alive. And once I found that out, you know, it took me several years to figure out how to make it a reality. Um, but it's really just a lot of hard work and effort and going out there and putting yourself out there and leveraging a relationship, like all the things you stand for. Wow, that's that's cool. And so 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 if I get this right, so then Allstate, basically, it's like the dream job. They brought you into Allstate and you get to work and develop your personal stuff at the same time. Well, you know, it's 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 not as sexy as that, but it looks it looks sexy from the outside. Um, so I lead I lead a culture movement, and it's a bunch of employees who are basically the grassroots, and those grassroots help enable the culture that's you know you know guided by the top down and within a framework. And so I get to hear these amazing stories, which inspired me to say, "Wow, people with the most difficult situations in life have a choice. They can you know let the lead." define who they are, the lead in their life, define who they are, or they can turn lead into gold, right? This process right. of alchemy. Um, and so what I found is there's people who look average on paper, right? Like probably all of us on this call, you look at us on paper and we look average, but you know what? It's like how much heart and how much passion, how much energy are we going to put into this? Um, and really what I found, what really clicked for me is it's not my past life and what I want to do. It's the merging of the two together, right? That creates my story yeah. and people love the story. And so as you say story, you know, and I was, I was thinking, I was smiling as you were saying, uh, 
you know, on paper, a lot of us don't look, you know, they like people don't get the whole picture of who we are. And that's, I think that's the thing that, that inspired us to create that in the influencer development program that you know about that, where we take somebody for, cause, cause I'm like, you know, I, we get, and we're doing this intake and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, this person is so amazing, but nobody knows about it. And then what we want to do is tell that story and let the world know uh, who that is. And it's interesting because I'm sure you find this and I'll be curious what you have to say about this, but some people are like, they just don't want to tell it all. They just want to like, you know, they're afraid to tell it all, I think. And, and they just want to tell this little piece. Why do you find that? Why do people not always want their whole story out there? So we don't know that we're special, right? We lived our life. We, you know, it's just like watching your kid grow up every day. You don't notice them changing until like several years later. Like we need that feedback and that resonance from other people that when we start to tell portions of our story that we hear that, wow, you're amazing. And we're like, now nah, we're not. Yeah, you're amazing. I can't believe you did this. And you're like, oh yeah, but somebody else did more, right? We all right. live this like imposter the deflection, syndrome. The deflection of co compliments, right? It's like, yeah. oh no, yeah. So we, uh, I was just writing a blog about this today that I'll probably post later today. It's imposter syndrome, right? There's always somebody who's better and stronger. And, you know, once we do this, then we can be successful. And, you know, the goalposts just keep shifting down the fields. Um, we never really stop to celebrate. Um, but that's just the way it is, man. That's the way society is, how, how we're programmed. Yeah. We, we discount our own efforts and we, like, glorify other people's. Well, I'm sure we could get into uh, with psychology backgrounds and everything, you know, uh, family systems, group dynamics and the whole thing of, you know, just uh, just just, you know, not being enough, just exist, that whole thing. And it's interesting because I was feeling that as you were talking about feeling, uh, I think you used the word trapped or something in corporate America. And, and that's how I felt at Merrill Lynch. It's like I'm in this box and I want to bust out of this box, but it's almost like nobody's interested in that. It's the way it feels, for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, and so, um, what do you think about um, what do you think about the power of you know authenticity and transparency? Because if you're going to unveil your story, it's vulnerable. You have to be more transparent. Um, what do you run into, or what do you? How do you coach people around that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people we, we we're overachievers, right? So everybody on the call here is an overachiever. You're trying to gain more skills. You're trying to understand like right. what's next for me. What's the most important thing? You're trying to prioritize. Um, well, sorry, what was the question again? No, I'm saying like you know where people are. Uh, you know, it's like you, you know we're, we're asking them to reveal themselves, be more vulnerable. Uh, the power of authenticity is what we call it. Um, how do you coach people through that when they're like, I don't know, I, I don't, you know, I don't think I, I deserve to for people to know that. What, you yeah. know, how do you address that in your coaching? Yeah. So the first thing is right. There's there's going to be people. You know, some people on this call where you got to ask them, Hey, how bad do you want it? Like, how bad do you want this goal versus being, staying here? And people say, well, I want it real bad. But, like, it takes a ton of effort to get here or resources or support or steps along the way. So the first question I ask is, you know, tell me about life now. Tell me about life that's ideal and, like, how bad do you want it, right? right. And then we can start, right? Because uh, without that, without that drive, we got no fuel. If we have fuel, we can do anything. Um, and being authentic, uh, you got to drop your defenses. If you're going to go big, you're going to be criticized. People are going right. to ridicule you. Your best friends, it'll be your family and your best friends will try to keep you back and say, no, I don't want you to do that. I don't think it's a good idea. They want to keep you safe, but it feels like they're just against you. And sometimes when you feel like your family and friends and everybody's against you and you're not making 
what feels like momentum, even though you're planting a bunch of seeds, it just gets, it can be frustrating and stressful. And, you know, that's why it's so important to disconnect and do things like my martial arts, your martial arts. Um, right. You know, people on the, on the line are probably, why don't you chat in? What, what, what do you love to do that allows you to put down the weight of your work and like reminds you of who you really are? Um, I, I guarantee people are going to be like gardening or, you know, skiing or running or working out. Yeah, we always say, uh, what do you love to do when you're not working? So everybody type that in. What's your favorite not working thing? And then I'll always get my overachievers in here that go, I'm always working. <laughs> but you have to have that one escape, you know, that one thing, that, that one thing. So uh, you got to be cool. authentic, Dean. I yeah. mean, it, it all boils down to authenticity, because especially in our sales roles and our business development roles, if people don't, if people have that feeling like something's not right here, they're not going to buy. Uh, right. Or they'll buy from somebody else before they buy from you. Uh, that's true. That's so true. Um, it was interesting. So I noticed uh, I noticed on your sheet, too, uh, a lot of people going out to concerts, golf, uh, uh, and seeing grandchildren. That's super cool. Uh, creating uh, delicious. Oh, creating di delicious food to eat mm. and then eating. Um, uh, yeah, that's cool. So and then uh, Glenn says, uh, uh, you know, uh, paper is only two dimensional, whereas a person you're three dimensional and you can show that you have feelings, which I think is another key thing is, is showing, uh, sh you know, so I'm sure you I'm sure you dive into this, but it's like now that you now that you have this story, you need to believe in yourself. You know, you need to you need to have that confidence that you own that story. Um, so how do you approach that with hero habits? How do you get how do you get people just to own it, who they are? Oh, gosh. It's, you know, I feel like I need to backtrack before we get there. But, yeah, go uh, for it. Backtrack a little bit. Sure. I'm cool. It's cool. Um, so, so your story isn't really cool to you. It's cool to other people. And really, it's cool to other people because they need to be inspired or they want to feel like the drudgery that they have every day, that they're not the only one, right? Uh, right. Most of the time, when we get in our head and that villain's raging, it makes us say, we're the only one. Nobody else cares. Nobody understands. Um, but it's as we start to, to do the heavy lifting and, and the hard work, um, it's, it's just a lot of work, right? And if, it, if it's fun and it's for a good cause, like for me, sometimes I wouldn't do what I needed to do in order to get ahead. I wouldn't make the phone calls. I feel like I was being a bother. That villain was telling me they're too busy. They don't care. You're not good enough. You know, maybe after you get your master's degree, maybe after you get that next certification, maybe after you spend 10 years doing this or right. read the next four books. Um, and so I said, you know what, forget it. You're going to have to get past that, Michael. And, um, you know, you, you got to believe there's, there's things that we learned growing up and we either got to take those out and deprogram ourselves or we got, and we got to program new stuff in, uh, to be able to ex succeed and exceed, uh, where we're at now. So I mean, you're a lifetime learner too probably yeah. most folks on the call. Uh, so it's just like, keep feeling the good stuff and then let the bad stuff go away and focus on what you want because um, the more you focus on that, the, the less distraction you'll have. And focus is the antidote to distraction. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Um, and, I'm, and I'm so pleased to, to hear you say that, um, you know, people just need to, uh, uh, you know, get to this point where they're, um, they're getting through that. They're sort of punching through that, you know, and I think a lot of people don't, I think they're waiting for that perfect thing to happen. When um, uh, I wrote a grad school program, just about people simply building, building their network. You know, we practice social teaming here. So I was just simply showing them, you know, and, and when I surveyed the, the graduate students before they took the class, they're like, 
I'm like, well, well, where are you working now? What are you doing now? And then, and then I'm like, well, what do you want to do? And so they're like, well, I want to be a senior executive. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to start my own business. And I said, well, what are you doing now to do that? And they're like, oh, I'm waiting till I get my MBA. And I'm like, well, the, the MBA is not going to, not going to let you do that. Why don't you start now and grow your network and, and grow yourself into that position, own that role before you get the piece of paper, you know, and it's just crazy how, how people think that they have to wait for that thing or that moment. And we, a lot of us get hooked by that. Yeah. And so a lot of what I talk about is mental mindset, the hero mindset versus the villain mindset. And really it yes. all boils down to beliefs. So um, I think about, we have beliefs that drive our behaviors or our actions, which ultimately drive our results or create our current reality. Our beliefs create behaviors or actions and then ultimately create our reality. Um, but hidden behind there is experiences that we've had in our life. And a lot of times we believe what other people have told us about what we need to do before we can be successful. You need to go to school. You need to do this right. before you can have the good life. Well, if, unless we get those limiting beliefs out of there, like we're, we're always going to live that kind of sheltered, isolated, comfortable life, even though it may not feel that comfortable. So we have to, we have to look at our beliefs and we have to look at our experiences to figure out, okay, if, what am I going to believe up here? I got my kid's Band-Aid on today. I see that. Is it a superhero Band-Aid? <laughs> uh, no, this one is not. Yeah, but, but what do we need to believe up here? Because we're, we're right. believing these things. We're believing I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not fast enough. Um, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be good enough to sign those, you know, $2,000 retainer, $5,000 retainer, you know, to have multiple clients who rely on me. Um, right. But up here, like, what is the belief that we're going to need to live this life? You know, to be financially free and independent and to, you know, succeeding on in all levels. Um, if we, we know that it's not these beliefs, um, but the more we reinforce ourselves here and believe these things, uh, the easier it is to believe that story than this story. Right. This story will keep us stuck. That story is going to like, let us just wah, unleash. <laughs> set you free, set yeah. you free. That's super cool. So, um, so hero habits, tell us a little bit about, you know, what are hero habits? So what I found, you know, and I've got a background in um, organizational psychology. And what I found is that, you know, in organizations, a lot of times they forget about the people side of change. And right. we're, you know, IBM did a study a couple of years ago and they said that uh, we're creating 2.5 quintillion bytes of information every single day, right? And that's continuing to increase. Quintillion. Quintillion. Okay, I just um, wrote that down. And so, you know, it's only continuing to increase. That means technology is changing, how we're communicating is changing, where and, you know, in what languages. So it's, it's creating an overwhelming sense of um, frustration, burnout, overwhelm. Um, so I started to look and say, what do great leaders do and what do great individuals do that they can overcome that stuff? Um, so I, I distilled it down to habits, right? It's just a habit mindset, a habit, um, habits of action, habits of mindset. Um, and so as a result, I basically distilled this down into a book like a Patrick Lencioni leadership fable or a, a John right. Gordon who moved my um, uh, energy boss or yeah. uh, who moved my cheese. cheese. <laughs> Um, because that's what we need, right? We need, just need a reminder about all the things we learn. We don't need to learn new stuff so much. Well, when it comes to technology, you do. But um, as a reminder for mental mindset and things. Um, and so I, I wrote this leadership fable based on these principles I learned from interviewing hundreds and, you know, and even 
talking to thousands of individuals. Um, so basically, it's, there's seven hero habits. Uh, three of them are overarching. It's for the team, uh, the individual, or the organization. And then four are personality-based. Um, so just to give you, a, for instance, I think that most of the people that I work with, um, they have, are playing an unwinnable game in life. They are trying to be somebody they're not. They're, they're, they're uh, living a life that they dreamed of five years ago, and they've achieved that success, but yet they're still stuck in the, the vast amount of detail and overwhelm that has to happen to maintain this life. They haven't designed a winnable game and now are shooting up with a passion for what's next. So hero habit number one is design a winnable game. Right. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It is it is it is profound and I think you almost said it too fast, but most people are playing an unwinnable game. That's that's like a whole hour in itself about about I was that. Yeah, right. I mean I think we all are. It's just admitting that we have or we do and what are we going to do to break out of that? Yeah. So, so yeah. So what are some, what are some, you know, sort of tips you have, you know, it's like, okay, so now, now we're sitting on the other side of this and I'm feeling stuck where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So what's like the first things you, you would say to somebody like that? Uh, so, so let's say a typical conversation works like this. Hey, what do you want? I don't know. <laughs> what don't you want? Well, I don't want to have to go into work every day. I don't want to be stuck in traffic. I don't want to have to, you know, report to a manager. I, I don't want to have to wait, you know, um, every other week for my paycheck to come in. I don't want to wait once a year to do a vacation. I want to be able to have some, you know, time freedom, financial freedom, all these things. So great. We take what you don't want and we transform that into identifying what you do want. Uh, yeah. Because if, if we can create clarity, then we can create focus. If we create focus, we can eliminate distraction. Once you eliminate distraction and you know what you want, it's just a matter of taking action to get there. Um, and ultimately what I do is I help people to create that clarity. And then ultimately I have like a scorecard where I say, these are the things you say oh, you cool. want. Let's figure out what the scorecard looks like on a daily, daily basis, adding up to a week. And in there, you know, you get some superhero like uh, feeling when you can actually see that you're making progress. So uh, on the phone, like, all of us, uh, it's hard to see progress. We've got so much going on that unless we look back and celebrate those successes, we might feel like we're in an unwinnable game, but even though we may be playing for a win winnable game. Yeah, that's that's almost sad if you think about it. It almost makes you look at the world differently, you know, like uh, that, that, means, that means everybody should read your book, right? I, I think so. <laughs> 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 that's cool um one more thing is you yeah. know we've all had these life is too short moments in our life yeah and you know sometimes we have regret that i wish i would have spent my time differently not saying you know it's our end of days but somebody that we know we're close to we've heard their story or we're just inspired through you know a video um you know online it's like wow i want to do something like that i want to leave a legacy and so i think if life is about leaving a legacy, I got to do something way bigger than what, what I am in life right now and way bigger than what I can accomplish. That, you know, that's why it's so important to get resources like yourself to get out there and to help cascade that message to say, look, this is my message. I want to share it with the world. But you know, right now only three people are listening. Like, yeah. how, how do I get that amplified? 
Yeah. And that's, that's what I think, you know, is so different in today's world. I'm sort of curious on your, your feedback about this too, because, you know, when I always say back in the day, which means, you know, you're older than, you know, the average person. Uh, but, uh, you know, back in the day, we didn't have these platforms of social media and, and, and even, even, you know, this way to communicate, I was laughing. I was, um, I was thinking about all the times I was like, you know, on a, you know, stuck out with a, a company outing or a boss or something like that. And, uh, you know, if you didn't, if somebody didn't, you know, at some point people didn't even have answering machines. So this, this, this evolution of technology, I think has, um, as much as it's connected us, I think has disconnected us from each other and ourselves. So what's your, what's your thought on that? And I know I'm, I'm like shooting myself in the foot cause this is what we tell people to use, but we also tell people to limit their usage and be highly effective in the 20 minutes a day that we tell them. But so, so how does technology in your mind sort of, sort of hurt us in terms of being, you know, that superhero for ourselves? So I think what happens is we seek to get acknowledgement and recognition and that feeling of accomplishment through like social, which is great. You know, it's cool. Yeah. But like when it's replacing, when, when, when this replaces this, you know, that, that's a problem. Um, and so I, I think that in the moments it's difficult, right? Like I'm at home and I'm, I'm craving that next email from somebody because that could be a next speaking gig. That could be helping right. to influence, uh, you know, a hundred or 300 people. And you know what, but in those moments with my son and he sees daddy grab the phone and the phone is more important than me, I know that he's creating his own story. And I don't right. want that story to be, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not, I, I'm not interesting enough to even my own father compared to what's in that phone. And I don't want that belief to be true. I want it to be like, I matter more than anybody to my dad. My dad loves me, but right. I could be sending a different message through that phone. And it's just each of us, we have our own threshold. 20 minutes. I know some people who are on for several hours and they're still able to take that digital detox dinner with the family, whatever that is. Um, we all have our different thresholds. Yeah, that's uh that's interesting. And so, uh, so if we're creating that possibly with our family, would we be creating that with our colleagues at work or our clients and people like that? I see it all the time, right? You walk in, anybody who has like five seconds time, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like this and you miss that opportunity in the elevator or on the stairs or, you know, crossing the street with somebody. And that could be the moment. That could be the moment where you being here in this moment could be the difference between expanding that relationship with that person, harnessing a collaboration, having somebody to be with you in the moments that are, are difficult to just, you know, whether it's commiserate or to celebrate. Um, and, it, and it could be the moment. One of my hero habits is be here. Um, and that's, you know, you I gotta like be present. Yeah. Be present. So, uh, so, and I know you, uh, I want to talk about, you know, you do, um, a lot of, a lot of team and cultural training for companies around hero habits. So as you're talking about this, I'd like people to chime in and sort of see how this relates to you and what questions you might have for Michael. We only have them for another uh, 10 minutes here. So I want to try and grab as many nuggets out of your brain. So you, you know, when you come into an organization, uh, what are you looking for? You know, like, what are you looking for? And then how do you make that determination that you can make that shift for this team or, or that division or that company? Yeah, uh, I'll give you a couple of my Hondo-isms, right? Uh, so <laughs> my, my last name's Han. Do is 20-year martial artist, means way of life. So Hondo means the way of the Han. And so whenever somebody calls me Hondo, you are now all part of the hero <laughs> tribe. 
you can, yes. Hondo reminds me like, this is how you're supposed to be. This is the way you're supposed to show up. So here's my Hondoism is how you do anything is how you do everything. Um, so that's one of them. So I'm always trying to look out and say, what's going on right here in this organization with this team that is their normal? Um, right. What's good? What can we take and to say, yes, let's do more of that. And then, hey, what are some things that I need to be curious about? You know, tell me more about this or, hey, I noticed very non-judgmental questions that allow me to elicit like what's really happening to this individual or this team or this organization as a whole. Um, one thing, um, I've got a, a model of culture transformation called ACEs. We need to align the senior leaders so that we can get clarity, so that we can engage employees, and then we can work on sustainability models, so ACEs. Um, what I notice more often than not is senior leaders aren't engaged and aligned in role modeling. They're all in their silos saying that we want to collaborate, and that uh -huh. just creates disharmony. And everybody says, well, if that's what they're doing, I'm just going to keep doing this. It's flavor of the month. Um, so look for what's working, celebrate what's working, leverage that to start to move on what's not working. And then from there, hopefully you have that gas tank that we talked about, that fuel tank of like, how bad do you want it? And then they say, I want it real bad, great. Well, then we just need to figure out what are the first couple of things, one, two, or three things that are gonna be the strategic first actions that we're gonna work on so that we can create enough momentum to overcome the resistance. And once we're there, we just keep the flywheel greased. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So is that applicable? A lot of people are chiming in here in terms of, is that applicable uh, to not just an internal culture, but that could be for uh, for how people behave with partners and with clients, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. Short answer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, and you think about it, you know, I think, um, I think people should, uh, I think people should uh, look at this like, you know, this is your family, this is your culture, this is your, th these are your people. We call it, this is your social team, but these are the people that you've chosen to spend time with, to be in relationship with. And I, it feels like Hero Habits could could help people uh, really just do a better job with that, with that, you know, uh, embracing that team and, and being more connected. Yeah, so let me break this down. So the top three Hero Habits, one is design a winnable game. Once we've gotten clarity on what the game you want to play and the game you want to win is and why it's so important for you to play that game all out, then two is you're going to make mistakes. That's going to require that you make change. And when you make change, you don't get it right all the time. None of us do. Um, so in there, we're going to need people to assume positive intent. Assume that we're doing this out of the, for a good reason and that when we make mistakes, it's not on purpose that it was unintentional. Because um, there's going to be innocent bystanders, unintended, right. unintended consequences. And so in order to receive positive intent from others when we fail, um, we need to give or assume positive intent from their actions. Uh, Stephen Covey talks about um, you judge other people um, based on their, their um, behaviors, but you judge yourself based on your intentions. Um, ah, and it, I like that. Uh, and, and so as a part of that, we need to, one, design a winnable game makes us change. Two, we need to assume positive intent to help to, to get that back. And then three is when we're going for something that's way bigger than us, we're never going to get there fast enough. Even when we partner with great partners like yourself, where it's going to take much longer than we expect. We're going to have many more challenges than we would ever would have dreamed down the road. And so here what happened number three is choose happiness. We have to look back, see what we've accomplished, what milestones we've achieved, because if we keep looking up there, it may feel like we're drifting farther away. 
um, then we really are, are getting closer. Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. And uh, everybody's like, uh, what? Uh, somebody said, what test can you do to be sure you have defined a winnable game, not just another losing game? I think there's a couple components that go into that. So one is, is your personality and your natural style applicable to the to the winnable game that you want to achieve? If you're a raging introvert, um, you going out there and trying to be the BD person, the salesperson that's going to drive you know your company and your brand that's an unwinnable game right you know um if you are non-tech savvy and you're trying to be the social platform the the driver of your own social platform that that's not a winnable game um so one is i think it's your personality and uh, i use a prep personality assessments oh nice um, and so i've then aligned each of the heroes on here to be a hero side of each personality and a villain side of each personality Right. Um, so to give you, for instance, like if you're a very introverted, introspective, exacting person, um, then you're going to be the professor, right? You're going to be calculating and precise and, you know, analytical. But the villain side of that, when you overuse those strengths, is really going to be like, um, I call him Dr. Doubtful. Um, <laughs> because it, like it's always going to be skeptical and cold and suspicious and you know it, it's just never going to work and so once we see our strengths and that there's a tipping point once we create an awareness around there then we can see when you know our thoughts or our our natural heart is tipping over and creating an unwinnable game for us because i believe we all have that tipping point and right. our awareness helps determine you know our emotional intelligence um and how we play our game yeah, that's super. That's super cool. Jimmy Z uh, chimes in here. And he says, "People don't know how much you know until they know how much you care." So it's like make again, making that feeling that connection, the power of those emotions too, connecting mm -hmm. that all. So, uh, so um, uh, real quick. So if uh, people want to, uh, you know, get your book, find out more about booking you for speaking and and all that good stuff, they just go to herohabits.org. Is that correct? Yeah, you can go there. Um, that's that's the landing page. Like after you've read the book or after you've um, you know been interested in the book, you can go there and check it out. And I've got like additional videos about what you could do next. Um, if you want to book me as a speaker, it's michaelhanspeaker.com, michaelhanspeaker.com. But Dean, do I have a quick minute just to share the story that created all this? Yeah, go for it, man. All right. So here's the deal. We all have a story that's inside of us. And when we can tie that story and practice it and prepare it and figure out why it made us come here, uh, it's so much more powerful. So here's my story. So when I was six years old, I was slow. I was clumsy. And I was always the last one picked on the schoolyard playground. Oh, I dreamed of being the first kid picked. I dreamed of being the fastest kid in school. I dreamed of being a superhero. So I remember it was one of the last days of school and all the kids were on the playground playing cool versions of tag, but not me. Right. I was standing on the concrete curb kicking wood chips back into the playground. And then I saw my Uncle Carl and he came up on a motorcycle and I took off to meet him and I tripped and I skid and I cut my pants in the wood chips. So he picked me up, he set me down and like, I love this guy, right? So I just wanted to squeeze him as hard as I could. Um, and when I did that, he held out this box, right? This white box with a purple bow on it. And he said, Michael, I have a present for you. It's what you've always wanted. So like I ripped off the bow, I tore open the box. And when I pulled back the tissue paper, it revealed the purple metallic fabric with the black Batman logo on it. Really? Yeah. So I wore this cape all the time man. never took it off, never took it off. And like after a whole summer of believing I was a superhero, my uncle Carl said, Michael, I've got bad news for you. 
that cape didn't give you any superpowers. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, no. Right. Uh, and so he said, hey, Michael, you got you got two people who do battle inside of you each and every day. One is a superhero who believes you're good enough, you're strong enough, you're fast enough, and that whatever you put your mind to, you'll be able to achieve. So I was like, well, who's the other? And he said, Michael, the other's a villain who believes that you're slow and you're weak and you're clumsy and you're never going to be good enough, so you should never even try. So I asked him, I'm like, so w w which one wins? Right. And he said, whichever one you believe. Um, you know, and Dean, if I could tell you that, hey, from that moment on at six years old, I knew it was my beliefs that drove my behaviors, that drove my results, and that's what gets me success, I w you know, I'd be Tony Robbins, but that's not right. what happened, right? Like yeah, I took right. my lumps, I took the wrong turns, I hung out with the wrong people. And now the cool part is that I can claim that story and that's my signature keynote. That's what right. I start my or end my presentations with. That's what people bring me in for. And then I tell them, hey, look, you got a hero inside of you. Just like everybody on the call here, you all have a hero. Like your job is to figure out like, like yeah. how, to, how to bring it out to inspire others. Yeah, that's, I think that is cool too. And, uh, you know, that's that, that's where we started in terms of people telling their story, get that story out there, be that hero, you know? So yeah, that's super cool. All right. Well, uh, Michael, we're coming to a close here. One of the things that we do is, uh, we're gonna do another quick poll. poll. We'll get, uh, Jackson and Kate back on with us. Um, so I know this is about, uh, we always ask the question, are you a business influencer? But I also want to apply, are you, a, are you, are you being a hero for yourself? So while this is going on, I want to announce that, um, Next week, we have uh, my good friend, Chris Barrows. Uh, he's been a, a master podcaster forever. So those of you looking to podcast or wanting to podcast, plus uh, all kinds of stuff, social, he's going to be super cool. Um, and, uh, and, and then uh, I want everyone to type in one thing you've learned today that you're going to take away and apply today. So this is a big deal to make sure that everybody takes something away uh, and they really, uh, they really put it into action. What's one little shift you're going to make today? So please type that in uh, while we're closing out here. Um, those of you that want to uh, uh, continue to text with us at Get Social Jack hashtag Influence Factory, and then uh, don't forget about the Influencer Development Program. And up on the screen here. We have everybody's Twitter account, so you can talk to us. So super cool. Uh, some of the things coming in are define a winning gang, learn to celebrate my success, get clarity, get focused, love the hero habits, <laughs> download the book, get the book. Um, so uh, talk to Michael. So a lot of people, it looks like they're going to reach out to you. They're going to connect you about uh, the book. Uh, Michael, so this is a, this is a super exciting time. Uh, we also ha always have, a, a, I guess, a hero winner uh, every week. As I mentioned, people that engage with us. Um, Barry says, clarity and take action. I love that. So uh, we have a winner and uh, sort of our, uh, uh, out of all the people that engage with us, we uh, pick a new winner and try to pick a new winner uh, each and every week uh, for a Starbucks uh, gift card. So the idea here is that you take something that you learn, uh, you engage, and then you uh, take that person for a cup of coffee and spend some real human to human time with that person. And so, uh, so anyway, um, Jackson, who's our winner? Uh, Lisa Matuzak. Oh, Lisa, congratulations. So Lisa, you get the game, right? So you get that Starbucks gift card. You have to take something that you've learned from being with us, engage with somebody, get them in that coffee shop, and then rock and roll. 
So uh, have some fun with that relationship. So, Michael, did you have fun today? I had an awesome time today. It was great. <laughs> yeah, we loved having you. Kate, what did you think? I was on mute, but I loved it. It was really good. I like the hero habits. I like how we uh, we talk about you can be a villain in your own brain because I feel like I do that a lot. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, super cool. Well, Michael, as always, it's a it's a delight to talk to you. I can't wait to uh, hear you at your next live speaking event. Uh, and then uh, continue to please spread the word because I think um, I think we need to hear this more than than we're hearing it. So thank you so much for doing what you do. Uh, thanks to all of you listening. And uh, and uh, again, want to just uh, thank everybody for being on with us. And we'll see you next time. So thanks, everybody. <laughs> be the hero. Take care. Be the hero. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you. See everybody Thank you. soon. Bye.